Hey everyone, you're listening to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together daily. On today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about how to attract your people, how to attract people that are spiritually aligned with you, whether that be friends, whether that be business partners, and even your life partner and a romantic relationship that is a spiritual partnership. In so many cases where I help people raise their consciousness and connect to themselves on a more spiritual level, there comes a point where they ask me, but what do I do now when everyone around me is not like this? And where do I find people who I could talk to about these things and people I can connect with on this level? And for me personally, I have recently had to let go of certain people that were not aligned for me to make space and to have faith that I can attract my tribe. I will attract more people who speak my language, who understand me on the level that I'm willing to meet them. Obviously, this extends into my dating life, which is honestly pretty subtle at the moment because I'm not really looking for a partner at the moment, but when I am on these apps or when I even think about attracting the right partner, it is so clear to me that I am looking for a spiritual partnership. For people who know me personally, this won't shock you. For others, it might. I'm not that much of a social person as much as I am an extrovert and I am and someone who loves to talk to people. I'm very closed off and have had a really hard time trusting people, letting them in, opening my heart to new people. Lately, I've been making some pretty courageous steps to go out and meet new people and connect with people, whether it be online or even just having phone calls with people that I meet on TikTok or on Instagram that feel spiritually aligned to me. That came after I was willing to let go of certain people that weren't aligned for me. And that was also really, really hard to do. So I'm going to read from today's chapter and then I'm going to talk about how I've been applying this to my own life, where it's worked, where it's not working. And I'm really confident that this information will be very helpful for anyone listening. Chapter 12. It is my intention to attract ideal people and divine relationships. So the chapter starts with a quote. I'm going to read the quote first and then I will begin by reading Wayne's words. The moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. Unforeseen incidents, meetings, and material assistance, which no man would have deemed would have come his way. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe If you saw the 1989 movie Field of Dreams, you probably came away remembering the concept that if you pursue a dream, you will succeed, or if you will build it, they will come. I thought of this as I began writing this chapter. Because I'm suggesting that if you commit yourself to matching up with the field of intention, everyone you desire or need to fulfill your personal intention will appear. How can that be? Well, in the quote above, Goethe, one of the most brilliantly gifted scholars and achievers in the history of humanity, gives you the answer. The moment you definitely commit yourself to being a part of the power of intention, then providence moves too, and unforeseen assistance comes your way. The right people will arrive to assist you in every aspect of your life. The people who will support you in your career are there. The people who will help you create your perfect home show up. The people who will arrange the finances for whatever you desire are available. The driver you need to get to the airport is waiting for you. The designer you've admired wants to work with you. The dentist you need in an emergency when you're on vacation just happens to be there and your spiritual soulmate finds you. The list is endless because we're all in relationship to each other. We all emanate from the same source and we all share the same divine energy of intention. There's no place that this universal mind is not. Therefore, you share it with everyone you attract into your life. You'll have to let go of any resistance to your ability to attract the right people, or you won't recognize them when they show up in your everyday life. Resistance may be difficult to recognize at first, 
because it's such a familiar form of your thoughts, your emotions, and your energy levels. If you believe that you're powerless to attract the right people, then you've attracted powerlessness to your experience. If you're attached to the idea of being stuck with the wrong people or no people at all, then your energy isn't aligned with the power of intention and resistance reigns. The field of intention has no choice but to send you more of what you're desiring. Once again, make a somersault into the inconceivable, where you have faith and trust in the universal mind of intention, and allow the right people to arrive in your life space right on schedule. Giving forth what you want to attract. Once you've formed a picture in your mind of the person or people that you intend to show up in your immediate life space, and you know how you want them to treat you and what they'd be like, you must be what it is that you're seeking. This is a universe of attraction and energy. You can't have a desire to attract a mate who's confident, gorgeous, non-judgmental, and gentle, and expect that desire to be manifested if you're thinking and acting in a non-confident, selfish, judgmental, or arrogant way, which is why most people don't attract the right people at the right time. Almost 30 years ago, I wanted to attract a publisher into my life for my book, Your Erroneous Zones. This publisher would have to be understanding since I was an unknown writer at the time and would have to be a risk taker, willing to let go of any doubts about me. My literary agent arranged a meeting with an executive editor, whom I'll refer to as George, at a large New York publishing house. As I sat down to talk with him, it was obvious to me that he was personally distraught. I asked him what was troubling him, and we proceeded to spend the next three to four hours talking about a devastating personal matter that had just transpired the night before. George's wife had told him that she was going to seek a divorce, and he felt as though he'd been blindsided by this news. I let go of my own desires to talk about getting my book published and became what it was that I was seeking, an understanding, confident, risk-taking person. By being that very thing and detaching from my ego-dominated desires, I was able to help George out that afternoon, which I've never forgotten. I left George's office that day without even discussing my book proposal. When I told my literary agent this story, he was convinced that I'd blown my one opportunity with a major publishing house by not making a strong pitch for my book. The following day, George called my agent, telling him, I really don't know what Dyer's book proposal entails, but I want that man as one of our authors. At the time, I didn't realize what was happening. Now, with a quarter century of living in this world of spiritual inquiry, I see it quite clearly. The right people will show up precisely when you need them and when you're able to match up. You must be that which you desire. When you are what you desire, you attract it by radiating it outward. You have this ability to match up with the power of intention and fulfill your intention to attract ideal people and divine relationships. A few words about patience. There's a wonderfully paradoxical line in A Course of Miracles. Infinite patience produces immediate results. To be infinitely patient means to have an absolute knowing within you that you're in vibrational harmony with the all-creating force that intended you here. You are, in fact, a co-creator of your life. You know that the right people will show up on divinely ordained schedule. Attempting to rush the schedule based on your own timeline is akin to getting down on your knees and tugging at an emerging tulip shoot, insisting that you need the flower now. Creation reveals its secrets by and by, not according to your agenda. The immediate result that you'll receive from your infinite patience is a deep sense of peace. You'll feel the love of the creation process, you'll stop making incessant demands, and you'll start being on the lookout for exactly the right person. I write this with the idea of infinite patience producing immediate results. I know that I'm not alone as I sit here writing. I know that the right people will magically appear to provide me with whatever incentive or material I might need. 
I have total faith in this process. I stay harmoniously in tune with my source. The phone will ring and someone has a tape they think I'll like. Two weeks ago, it wouldn't have clicked with me. But on this day, I listen to the tape while exercising and it provides me with exactly what I need. I pass someone on a walk and they stop to talk. They tell me about a book they're sure I'd love. I jot down the title, look it up, and sure enough, I have what I need. This goes on every day in some way or another as I surrender my ego mind to the universal mind of intention and allow precisely the right people to help me with my individual intention. The immediate result of infinite patience is the inner peace that comes from knowing that I have a senior partner who will either send me someone or leave me alone to work it out myself. This is called practical faith, and I urge you to trust in it, be infinitely patient with it, and have an attitude of radical appreciation and awe each time the right person mysteriously appears in your immediate life space. Okay, I'm going to be fully honest and say that I was about to continue recording the podcast and sharing my personal experiences about this subject, and I felt very disconnected to myself. I felt like I wasn't really in tune with my own intuition or that inner voice that guides me when I do these things and and record them because I do them from a very natural place. I don't plan in advance. And what I did to get back to that center, to come back to myself, to reconnect, was an amazing really such a good exercise on the other ship app that I told you guys about. So for those that don't know what I'm talking about, I recently got into breath work and I'm very much a beginner. I was gifted a membership to other ship and they were like, here, try it. If you like it, share it with your community. Enjoy. It's been so helpful for me in so many ways. I actually use this app throughout my day for many different reasons. I start my day with it on the days that I need energy. And when I need to nap, I'll do like a calming breathwork exercise that puts me straight to sleep. And in moments like this where I feel like I need to kind of reconnect to myself, to that part of myself, that that intuitive part of me, I do an exercise as well. Now, I don't do it three times a day. I just, what I'm, what I'm trying to say here is that I use it in many different ways. And I just did one that was the first one I've ever tried that's also includes movement of the body. And I feel high, like I feel amazing. I feel like I got exactly what I needed to continue this podcast. So I just wanted to share that because I have a link that gives you guys a 14-day free trial and I will put it in the description below. I highly, highly recommend this, you guys, especially for people who don't connect as much to meditation. Breathwork is like an active way to get the same benefit of meditation without sitting still and being completely silent and in stillness, which for my fellow ADD people, we know is much more enjoyable for us. But let's get back to the topic. The reason I felt called to speak about this topic today is because, you know, I've always heard spiritual people talk about how you have to let go of the people who are not aligned so that you can make space to invite the people who are. I feel like I've been better at that in terms of romantic relationships. If someone isn't aligned for me, I'm very good at ending the relationship and realizing, nope, this isn't the person and I cannot entertain this because it's taking space. That could be a serious relationship. It could be a situationship and it could be someone who was like a friends with benefits because I like to give the analogy that you cannot rent out an apartment when there's another tenant inside or even just the tenant's shit is still there. You have to clear the space. You have to maybe paint the apartment, clean it out and... Be patient enough to invite new people into the space, but the space has to be empty. It has to be clear. So many times we're asking, where's this new tenant? Why can't I rent out the apartment? But the reason you can't rent it is because when people come to see it, it's just taken. It's not, it's not actually cleared. It's not ready for them to move into. So that's how I choose to see it. And 
When it comes to friends, I've had a harder time with this because I've had some pretty traumatic experiences with friends and betrayal and painful, painful endings of good, good relationships. This created this fear of trusting people and letting new people in. And I've always developed this tendency to stay closed off to the world and isolate. And recently I have taken some brief steps to, first of all, let go of certain people that for a long time I felt the need to let go of, but had a really hard time doing that. And maybe I'll do a podcast episode about that one day about, you know, breaking up with friends because it's really, really hard. It's one of the hardest things in my opinion to do. When it comes to romantic relationships, we we have like rules and ways to do this. It's like a common thing to break up. When it comes to friends, no one really prepares us for how to do that the right way or the wrong way to do it and how to do it in a loving way. And it's really, really hard to navigate. So I definitely am not good at it or perfect at it. I do it because I know it's important, but I've definitely made mistakes and don't have regrets, but would have done things differently if I knew then what I know now. But still, I think doing it is important. But to go back to our point, I had to let go of certain friends first before I could invite new people in my life. And it took a lot of faith because part of me didn't believe that there are people out there that I can connect with the way I want to connect with people. That was solely based on my own fears and my own trauma and my own limiting beliefs and my own fear of getting hurt. Honestly, I just was really afraid of letting new people in and having to break up with people again and you know, having to get close to then not be close or to find out that someone isn't who I thought they were. And recently I have fully committed to being more of myself, to doing more of what's aligned to me, to living from my truest intention. And I've been attracting incredible people into my life. I used to say this to clients, like you'll, you'll attract your tribe. Once you become the person you want to be, the people will come. But I didn't even fully believe it myself. Like I knew that's true, but I didn't practice it. So I speak about it with a little bit more conviction today because I have seen how brand partnerships have been aligning and friends have been showing up and even just people online that I've been attracting as I showed up more as myself, as I've committed more to who I want to become, how that's happening for me. Now, I have to say, in terms of what he was talking about with patience, that is where I am practicing that definitely when it comes to attracting my soulmate and my life partner because I have faith that I'm going to attract my person. And obviously, there are times where that faith is tested and my fears get the best of me. And I'm like, but what if not? And what's going on? And everyone's getting married. But it really doesn't feel like the right timing for me to attract that person. I really do feel like I am very much in the process of becoming the type of person I want to attract. I always said that I've wanted I always say that I want someone who is spiritually connected, who, you know, really someone who really invests in their spiritual, emotional, physical wellness, someone who has done the work, who's done work on themselves, who's worked through their trauma, who's aware of themselves, who is emotionally intelligent, and I feel like I'm very much in a deep transformative process where I have faith that on the other side of this, I will attract that guy. But I don't think I am at the stage right now where I would attract that the person that I actually want to end up with. So having that faith, and I think, and I think the topic of patience is so important because sometimes that apartment that we're clearing out needs to be empty for a little bit before we find the person. That doesn't mean fill it with people who you don't actually want to live there. That doesn't mean rent it out for free. That doesn't mean let your friends stay there. No, it means keep it empty and trust that you will attract the person that's meant to live there that's aligned for you, that's going to pay you what you want to be paid. And that analogy just works so well. I really use it with all of my relationships when I need to like call in new people. I tell myself, okay, we're in the remodeling stage. 
<laughs> we have just kicked out people that were staying here that were not meant to be in here. Now we're painting it, we're cleaning it up, we're staging the apartment, and and in the right timing, we will attract a new tenant that's meant to be here, that's aligned, that feels good. So whatever this applies to in your life, whether it's your desire to attract new friends, I know it's so hard to let go of old friends. I know it's so hard going on this journey and feeling very lonely on it. And I have to say, your people are out there. Like he said, they exist. You want them to be in your life because you know they're out there. And you have to become one of those people and you have to make space for them. You have to create the space to invite them in. You have to be able to let go of the people who are not feeling that space the way you want them to the ones who are not connecting with you on the level that you're trying to connect with people and maybe sit with that loneliness a little bit but not in a way where you pity yourself or you feel sorry for yourself in a way where you're working on becoming more and more of the type of person you want to attract and you'll see them show up you will see how they appear all of a sudden it's so strange to me I'm like wait why am I making so many new friends recently like I don't even I barely leave my house but it's, they're coming to me because I'm showing up as the person I want to be and letting go of some of my old friends allowed me to become that person. Holding on to people that are not aligned with you cause you to entertain versions of yourself that you don't want to be anymore. But in their presence or just having them as your friend changes the way you speak, the way you dress, the way you act. So letting go of certain people has really allowed me to step into who I want to be more and attract the people that that person is meant to be friends with. And same goes for your partner. I think... It's very clear to me that I am becoming the type of person that I want to attract. And people always say, like, do for yourself what you would want your future partner to do, which I think is great. But I think be that person. Actually become the person you're looking for. Why do you deserve someone who is loving, kind, compassionate, healthy, strong, takes care of themselves if you're not that? Why would someone like that want to date you? Honestly, so many times we're looking for someone to like complete it, you know, do the things that we're not doing in a way where we're like, oh, that will complete me. Like, I don't want to invest in my own business goals. I just want to find someone rich. And it's like, it's fine if you want to find someone rich, but maybe investing in your own business would attract someone who is equally ambitious and someone who's also in that same mindset of creating something and building something. I think this is such an important topic because I hear so many people talk about how to attract their person or their people in so many different ways. This journey of becoming the highest version of yourself means outgrowing certain people and trusting that you will attract new people. And it's scary and it's hard and trusting that they're even out there and that they'll find you and that you'll find them requires what he says, practical faith, having that faith, having that patience, clearing that space and trusting that they will show up. They will show up and you don't hope they will, you know they will, right? So I know my person is out there. I know I'm going to find true love. I know because why wouldn't I? There are plenty of beautiful human beings out there in the world that are waiting to be loved and to give love. And it would be such a shame for me to even entertain the idea that that might not be possible which is what ends up creating realities for people where that happens. So I was definitely in that mindset when it came to friends. I've recently made an effort to shift that and have seen miracles happen truly. I've attracted incredible people into my life that I didn't even know could exist. And I hope I inspire you to open yourself up and do the same. Thanks again for giving me your time, your energy, your presence, listening to this podcast episode. It means so much to me. If you enjoyed this episode, screenshot it, share it on your story, tag a friend. If you're liking the podcast in general, make sure you rate it. It definitely helps. And finally, I just want to remind you that if you have not yet tried Othership, if you have not yet tried Breathwork and you're curious to try, this app is incredible. It's actually changing my life. It's helping me in so many ways. Click that link, get those 14 free days, try it out, and I promise you, you're not going to regret it. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are, whatever time it is. I love you and I will see you tomorrow.